Staying focused is one thing, but when life hits while you're trying to walk in your purpose and assignment, discouragement may soon follow. Hi, I'm Rachel Scott, founder of the I Can't Come Down Movement and Women's Conference. I want to invite you to join me on October 10th, 2020 at the Hilton Garden Inn in Twinsburg as women from all across Northeast Ohio and surrounding states gather together to learn how to walk in their purpose and assignment with greater determination. Main event tickets are just $15 and seating is limited. There will also be a separate brunch theater prior to the main event. To learn more and to register, go to I Can't Come down.com. Are you a new or established business owner that's in need of design, printing, or promotional products? Are you ready to move forward with a great idea but want a quality website, brochure, banner, business cards, t-shirts, and more? If so, TKI Design and Printing is your one-stop shop for all your design and printing needs. With quality design and affordable printing, let us help make your company unforgettable. For more information, visit us at tkidesignandprinting.com or call us at 855-546-9282. That's 855-546-9282. The world around us. Tune in every Saturday from 11 to 1130 on Word Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Willie, Rachel, and Eric. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Team Kingdom Impact Radio Show. We are so excited to be here today. Welcome, Willie. Hey, hey. <laughs> welcome, Eric. Hey, hey, Rachel. <laughs> Good evening. We're so excited to be here today. Um, today, our topic is one that I'm excited about discussing because you'll see why. Uh, the show is The Gift That Keeps On Giving. In today's show, we will be talking about the gifts that we carry within us and what it means for us to offer them back to the giver for his glory. Right. So we when when we decided to actually talk about this, the thought that I thought about was I grew up and I was always involved in music. And I might have shared this before. I was always singing. I was always doing something that was music related. And what's so interesting to me about that is no matter how hard I tried, I wanted to be able to sing anything. I wanted to have the opportunity to sing any style of music, engage anything. But I found that I, could, I couldn't do that. Like, I was singing basically Christian music. And what's, what's even funnier with that is that when I was singing other styles of music, I always felt my voice sounded weird for some reason. But um, I don't know if it really did or if it was just me. But I, I think that the the thing that God was showing me was that it was a gift that he had actually given to me and singing was supposed to be given back to him. And I, I was around so many people that they were singing different styles of, of music. And, you know, we see this on awards where it can be a secular artist and they're like, well, they're thanking God for it. Mm -hmm. But I guess I, I have to question that because are we then giving our gift back to to the actual giver if we're yeah we're thanking god for it but are we actually still giving him the gift and allowing him to be glorified through that gift and through that style right. of thinking and I, and I would say it's a good thing i mean and i know you you believe that's a good thing to thank god for <clears throat> the gifts that we have but a, a a a good way to thank him would be to give it back to him right would be to take that same gift and and give it back to him meaning honoring him through the gift that we're, however we're using it, we're using it in a way that we're honoring to him. Mm -hmm. So, 
Right. I agree. Um, so when we talk about, of course, we, we decided to use the word gift because we're near the holiday season. So um, I can't help but to when I was when we were getting prepared, I was thinking about the um, the enemy and people can be so nonchalant about just giving the gift to anyone. But we know that the enemy was the the angel who was over music. Right. And because he no longer wanted to give his gift to God, he was removed from heaven because he wanted the worship for himself. But yet so often here on earth, we think that we can we can do both. We can give some of it to God. We can not give some of it to God. We literally feel that we can do both. And I I know that it's so easy to to fall into that trap. Would you have you all ever fell into that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry guys, we we had a little we technical, technical difficulties um, in the background, <laughs> yeah. but now we have sound in our ears and we can so we're moving forward. So, <laughs> yeah, thank y'all for being part of a, a real show, you know, where we <laughs> So, repeat your last comment, the difficulty of the difficulty of when so basically, uh, when we have these gifts that that can be utilized for the world, mm-hmm. right? But we know that God has given us the gift, so we should we really be using it to entertain the world? So, I guess the question really is: How do we navigate when okay, I can sing and I can sing for God and I can sing for the world and I can sing this and this is just the style of music I like, so I'm going to just do it. At what point are we no longer honoring God with our gifts? At what point are we just using our gift anyway? And that's why I mentioned just the enemy and just to think that if we're if we're able to do both things, then why couldn't he stay in heaven? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that when it comes to the gift that um, we should, and I don't know if this, I hope this is answering your question, but is taking that gift and using that gift, again, like I said earlier, to honor God, but taking it and bring it back. I look at how um, even where Jesus gave, I think it was Peter. Where he put the fit. He had the fish. He said, "Pull the coin out the fish's mouth," and he said, "Render the season." I know we were talking. They were talking about rendering what's what who's to who's as far as taxes goes. But literally, I still see that as as a gift. At that point, Peter um, was was coming alongside and, and following Jesus at that point. But he still wasn't at the place where he was later on when he was Peter. That was that that the Holy Spirit ascended on, and he was changing after Jesus left. Mm-hmm. At that point, he still was Peter with a lot of struggles, and he still had struggles at the end. He still was Peter with a lot of struggles, but God still gave him. He didn't say, "Oh, I'm not gonna give this to you because you're a sinner." Mm-hmm. I believe that we, as the gifts that we have, we shouldn't say, "Okay, I'm not gonna use this gift." Um, I'm not gonna use this gift in the secular world because we're we're in a secular world. Like right. that's just natural. Mm-hmm. So, but we we should use our gifts as a draw. Uh, as a teaching mechanism, that's what I feel like Jesus did in that moment. He t- he taught Peter something, or use our gifts to draw people in to be like, "Hey, what's what's that?" Or mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like, "I'm curious right. about that." Yeah, because I was gonna ask, what 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 is the glory? Like, if I'm if I'm secular, if I'm a secular singer, and audiences are moved by my singing or they're touched the same way that a choir member is singing in church, did God not get the glory out of this? Are we looking at what? How do we? How are we defining this glory? And I do think that. It kind of goes back to this: is does it point to Christ? Does, right. Does it lead lend itself secular and church? Because sometimes you can sing in church and you hooping so much and you you showboating so much right. that I'm missing Jesus in that context. Right. So I, I think that be, and, and when you use Jesus' example with Peter, lend unto Caesar. I think Jesus didn't really trip on 
what they did in the world. Right. It's, it was just the heart behind and the motive behind what was going on. You know, um, if you're singing, for the example, um, but if you're still in, because that could be a gift of exhortation that you have. Right. So, and you could be, you're not in church singing it, but people still feel, I think right. Mary J. Blige is a good example of that for some of the artists, but because she tells her life story, just a little, I know, um, the people have been touched and moved, but but then where's the God part in it? Right, right, because if someone is, and, and we're just using singing as an example, example we can pick, right, a, pick right. another one, but the Bible says for us to do all things unto the glory of God, so, my argument to that would be if if God is being glorified in this, then transformation should be taking place. Right. That then leads me to begin to disciple other people to become more like Christ. Mm-hmm. The issue is that when I don't use my gifts, whether it's singing, whether it's writing a book, I mean, literally, there are books that can even as a teenager, there were books that I read that I should not have been reading because it was not helping me to glorify God anymore. It was taking me the total opposite way. But this is what happens when we take our gifts and we use them because it's a gift and the world may say it's something that we're good at, but we use it and it doesn't glorify God. It it does a total opposite of that. So yes, I agree. Like there's an exhortation and that's a gift. Like those things that to, to be able to get a a group of people and get them to want to glorify whatever or to get excited about something or to be transformed by words. It's just like the concept of a motive, uh, a motivational speaking. Mm-hmm. I can be a motivational speaker that directs people to Christ by weaving truth, uh, his truth into it. Or I can be a motivational speaker that directs people to self mm-hmm. just depending on how I go about doing yeah, that, how think, I'm using my gift. Right. And I was just going to say that it's really about self versus not flesh right. versus spirit type you know what what are we edifying are we edifying our flesh are we edifying the spirit of god i think that sets us up for the pathway to the glory of god i think people miss that too um i think they miss the fact that there's only there's only there's one or the other there's no in between and and if you're if you're a non-believer then you you won't believe that but if you are a believer a christ follower then you you need to we need to live by the standard and knowing that there's no in between there's either for God or, or or against God, like we either we either are leaning towards the enemy or we leading people to the enemy side, or we leading people, um, you know, back to the glory of God. And whatever we do, the gifts that we give plant seeds. Whether if we see transformation right then and there, a seed is being planted mm-hmm. one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Right, so. right. And I I I think it's important for us to understand this concept because what happens is the generations after us, mm-hmm. they then become a product of what what our perception is of how to use the gifts. So we're going to go on a short break, but after we come back, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the concept of the gifts and how we're using them and how we can be, how we can help to transform the generations to come. Are you an aspiring author or part of a writer community? Do you desire to know more about self-publishing, speaking, and marketing? Hi, we are TKI Publishing, and we provide self-publishing education and support services. We have had the honor of partnering with libraries all across Northeast Ohio to provide writers with free self-publishing workshops on topics such as Blueprint for Self-Publishing, A Book and a Brand, and Speaking to Sale. If you would like to learn more about self-publishing or register for a workshop near you, visit www.tkipublishing.com. Staying focused is one thing, but when life hits while you're trying to walk in your purpose and assignment, 
Discouragement may soon follow. Hi, I'm Rachel Scott, founder of the I Can't Come Down Movement and Women's Conference. I want to invite you to join us on April 18, 2020 at the Parma Snow Auditorium as women from all across Northeast Ohio and surrounding states gather together to learn how to walk in their purpose and assignment with greater determination. Main event tickets are free and limited, and there will be a special breakfast theater prior to the main event. To learn more and register, go to ICan'tComeDown.com. We all have an emotional junk drawer. It's time to face your junk by allowing Jesus to clean out the mess and organize the rest. This is Maria of Hope Will Arise, and I believe the God-centered solution to living life heals the junk people struggle to hide. Hope will arise out of the ashes of your past broken relationships, fractured families, and sickness. Through Jesus, hope will arise. Come walk a mile with me at hopewillarise.com, share in moments of hope, and book me for your speaking engagements. All right, we are back and we're talking about the just this just being a season of giving and gifts and how are we using the gifts that God has given us to really bring him glory. And we were using the analogy of music as an example of how sometimes a gift can be used well. And I was simply using that because that's something that I saw um often growing up because I was involved in music was just that struggle that people had when it came to, okay, I can do music here and I can do music there and it's all bringing God glory. And the reality of it is that it is not and it can't, you know, and I use the the scenario of just the enemy and he, Satan, he wasn't, he was the, the minister of music in heaven. But if it was okay for him to do both, then essentially he would have been able to remain in heaven, but he had to choose. And sometimes we miss the reality that, yes, I'm good at certain things, but I'm not good to bring everybody glory. I'm good to bring God glory. And I think about Willie. Many of you may not know this, but Willie does um, Christian hip hop music. (laughs) (laughs) But before those days, he actually did secular hip hop. And um, they him and the group that he was a part of did really well. I mean, they went to some things with BET. They there. What what else was going on with your music? It was on some other radio stations that we won't say. Yeah, yeah, we were, um, we were on. They're very a, popular some, at the time on the main secular radio station here in Cleveland. We were, uh, and you know, just and we were. We went to California. We went again to New York. We, I mean, we traveled over. We won a lot of prizes and just had some some pretty some pretty good recognition as right. far as that goes. But but it, at a certain point, you had to make a decision right. as to what side you were going to going to be on if you wanted to see the fruit that God wanted for you. And I believe that that God loved um, loved me so much and all of us, but loved me so much in that, that there were things that kind of disrupted our flow or disrupted the group. Not that he caused those things to happen, but I believe he used those things to kind of set us aside. And for me, what it did was it was a, it was a turning point um, to where I decided that I did want to use the music to glorify him and I didn't want to use it in a, in the way that I was using it which was not to glorify him basically so and even though and I, and I didn't know that I was using it for that reason I had no clue that I was doing that I was just actually creating music how I saw the world create music we were doing shows how we saw the world doing shows we were promoting we were doing things that we thought was the way to do it for you to make it in the industry but I realized that that's not who I wanted to be or, or the, the road that I wanted to take um, just because I didn't know where that road was going to take me Right. 
And I think that's part of it with when we talk about giving our gifts to not giving our gifts to God, we we, we start traveling down a road of unpredictability. Right. We don't right. know. We're now unstable. We're now um, uncertain where there is some real benefits and blessing in, in pursuing it for God. You know, and right. Even though some of those roads look really they, they get they look really attractive. People present it very well. And we see how. Uh, others have had success. What mm-hmm. we see as being success, right. but it's a worldly success. And so what would you say would be, in, a, in using our gifts, what would be a Christian success version? So we are, I mean, God's getting the glory. That's right. the big, that's the big, big picture like we we are a sacrifice to him with the gifts that he, it's like giving back our gifts to him like thank right. you lord i'm giving my gift back to you right. i was i would say a huge success and this is an example i don't know who this person is exactly but i'm just looking at this the person that that mentored billy graham or the person mm. that mentored dr martin luther king and somebody else was was talking about this and they mentioned the person's name um but that person mentored somebody else that ended up mentoring like, like a Billy millions Graham of people. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you take that as an example. To me, that's an example of us using our gifts for God. Yes, that person didn't necessarily get the recognition and that person wasn't in the limelight and mm-hmm. what we would think as being a success. But that person still was responsible for discipling millions or billions mm-hmm. of people through, you know, what I'm saying through yeah. somebody else, through that one person or that two, that those two or three right. people that they disciple. So, and I think it has to do with realizing that what success in the world is looks totally different in the kingdom. Right. Like right. even when we look, we look at Jesus. So in the world, success would have been him not dying. But we know without his death and his resurrection, we would not be given salvation. So. Mm. It's almost that we have to redefine right. what success is right. and recalibrate right. it in our head, right? right? From the kingdom perspective. From a kingdom yeah. perspective, that's right. a really I, I, that's a really good place to take it because mm-hmm. that is where the difference between someone who is successful mm-hmm. and is and God is getting the glory out of it, they have to do a, a mental switch, mm-hmm. especially those people that have come from a place where they did earn a level of, of success in the world's perspective. And in order for them to get the success that we define as success or that God would define as success, they have to release that. Mm-hmm. Like, but, but yet still use that same gift that, okay, well in the world, this gift was making me a million dollars in the kingdom though. I'm, Offering this gift as right. a sacrifice. Sacrifice. Right. Say, it's all about sacrifice when you get up to the other side. Right. It, it will. It will in the kingdom. It will look a lot different than the success of the world. Right. And that's something you got to come to terms and come to grips and be in prayer about because you to go one way to the other can you know if your if your mind is not there right you know you can find yourself uh, in situations that you didn't want to end up in but allowing um allowing the success of Understanding that the success is sacrifice and kingdom. Right. You're like, okay, I'm giving this unto the Lord so that somebody, so millions can be drawn to him. Right. You know, everybody's not screaming my name off of this or everybody's not signing, but lives are being changed. Exactly. And then if we even, and I mentioned the generations, if we look at the generations that are coming behind us, success would be seeing them choose Christ, Mm -hmm. seeing them walk in a way that they take their gifts, they take their, the things that God has called them to do, and they are able to influence the the circle or the realm that they're in. Even like my son, he loves basketball. For me as a mom, success would be me seeing him go on the basketball court and be a leader to teach, um, to teach the other 
people in the team about Christ mm-hmm. to see him lead in maybe a prayer or a Bible study and then be able to look at him and, and say, well, he's not going to get involved in that. Mm-hmm. That would be success to me as a parent to see him lead in a godly way. Wow, yeah. So that standard of success looks so unique right. when it comes to unique. us operating the way that God called us to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good perspective. So for you, what would you say, um, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about this after the break, but for you, what would you say would be a level of, of success in the thing that God has called you to? Because you have a lot of stuff in your hand, right, that yeah. you do. You <laughs> do playwriting. You're an amazing speaker, you know, um, amazing life coach. We wouldn't even be doing all the stuff we're doing if it weren't for your life oh, coaching. So, <laughs> I th- uh, Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think success in, in my case uh, – has been in being humble and letting God uh, mm. take over. I think we have a sense of pride, especially when you do stuff like that, when you got your resume says this or your right. you know, accolades or these, um, re- realizing that once you cross over to Christ, that well, apart from him, I can do you nothing. Can do nothing. Yeah, right. like I can do. So I think success for me is knowing that I can't do nothing and the days when I uh, humble myself enough to let God do it for me or through me. That's so good. We'll be right back after the break. Are you a new or established business owner that's in need of design, printing, or promotional products? Are you ready to move forward with a great idea but want a quality website, brochure, banner, business cards, t-shirts, and more? If so, TKI Design and Printing is your one-stop shop for all your design and printing needs. With quality design and affordable printing, let us help make your company unforgettable. For more information, visit us at tkidesignandprinting.com or call us at 855-546-9282. That's 855-546-9282. Staying focused is one thing, but when life hits while you're trying to walk in your purpose and assignment, discouragement may soon follow. Hi, I'm Rachel Scott, founder of the I Can't Come Down Movement and Women's Conference. I want to invite you to join us on April 18, 2020 at the Parma Snow Auditorium as women from all across Northeast Ohio and surrounding states gather together to learn how to walk in their purpose and assignment with greater determination. Main event tickets are free and limited, and there will be a special breakfast theater prior to the main event. To learn more and register, go to ICan'tComeDown.com. Are you a mother, wife, or employee in need of some pampering in an elegant and upscale salon? If so, visit Signature Styling Salon. Signature Styling Salon is a full-service salon open six days a week, Tuesday through Sunday, with walk-in appointments from 1 to 5 on Sunday. They are located at 4479 Mayfield Road, South Euclid, Ohio, 44121. Just for 1220 The Word listeners, if you mention the station, you can receive a complimentary steam treatment with any hair service. So book your appointment today by calling 216 216- Eight four eight one six two zero. Again, that's two one six eight four eight one six two zero. Welcome back. Welcome back. Once again, you are listening to the Team Kingdom Impact Show. And if you love the show, if you uh, love the content, have been following us and would love to support, then we ask that you would go to TeamKingdomImpact.com and uh, you can pick a you can pick a sponsorship package from there or you can actually become a radio advertiser as well. And so we were going back into the conversation of the giving our gifts back to the giver. And what does that look like? So we, we talked about a few different things and we want to end it on a note of what does it practically look like for 
you as an individual or for us as individuals. For for me, I would say um, one thing that and I was t- we talked about this off the um, air, Eric, as far as I, I say obedience. And, and I know some some people will look like, well, what's obedience look like? What is obedience for me? Last year, I went through a season where um, God was just speaking to me about obedience. I seen, I saw obedience in, in a lot of things. And so just in brief, there was a scenario where I was working on the on something on the car. And I literally heard the Lord tell me, um, okay, not to, to either not, it's not on that side of the car. I was, I can't remember what, exactly what I was fixing, but I was working on something on the car. He said, no, go to the other side of the door. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm, a, I'm already, already have the tool. I'm already like halfway to this side of the door. So I'm gonna just check this side first and then I go to the other side. So I spend 15 minutes on that side. Then I end up going. So eventually what I end up doing is going to the side that he told me to. And I end up doing following instructions that he told me to do. And I, and what took me 30 minutes trying to I'm out in the cold. So my hands is cold. Um, I, I literally couldn't even feel. I think it was like a screw. I couldn't feel the the piece that I needed to feel because my hands started getting numb. And when I went to the other side and I followed the directions that he told me, like instantly I was able to fix the problem that was there. And, and what he showed me. And I was like, oh, okay, so man, if I would, um, so why did you allow that to happen? So you allowed that to happen because of the fact that I wasn't obedient. He said, no, I didn't allow that to happen because you wasn't obedient. I was telling you to go around to the other side of the vehicle. I was giving you all these different instructions because I knew that by the time you spent all this time on that side, your hands would turn cold. You have all these other things that would kind of hinder you from accomplishing what I wanted you to accomplish in the first place. I wanted you to have immediate success. And because I was, I thought I could do it on my own. I went to the other side of the car and I started just doing a whole bunch of extra stuff. So in that sense, I feel like last year was a buildup for this year for me to be able to give back, for me to be able to utilize obedience in whatever gift that I have that I want to give back to God. So mm-hmm. if, if I'm going to run a business, uh, we run several businesses. If, I'm, if we're going to do that, then I have to be obedient and following what God tells me to do. If he tells me to sit down, which I, I still struggle with this year a little bit. If he tells me to sit down, I have to know that I need to sit down. I need to be obedient in that because there's going to be fruit from that. If he tells me, to sow into this person or if he tells me, okay, charge this person less or charge this person, you know, give them a discount. And I need to do that because there's a reason that he's telling me to do that. So I believe whatever practical gift I have or whatever, whatever practical gift that our listeners may have, they need to look at it and say, well, why am I like, how can I give this gift back to God and what do I need to do? I believe obedience is one thing that we need to make sure that is um, something that we're walking in as well as, um, humility we talked about humbling ourselves so that we can not thinking that we can do everything on our own or that we are smarter than the actual father um, mm-hmm. ourselves so mm-hmm. and what also came to my mind is just in a very practical sense is the process of educating ourselves in our gifts sometimes we're like oh I'm just good at this so we don't take the extra steps of right. taking lessons mm-hmm. taking a couple of classes that will enhance it so that when we go out we're not just doing our minimal or even what we find is sometimes it's yes we can do it but it takes us extra long right. simply because we didn't learn the skills necessary so stewarding the gift mm-hmm. is very important Study how am I stewarding that gift that God actually has given me already so mm-hmm. that's something for me that I'm learning even in this season is the value of okay I have this gift but it also has to be stewarded it can't just be okay I'm good at this right. but what, what needs to be done for it to become mature in the way that it's supposed to be absolutely I think that's that stewardship is huge. I'm, right. I'm glad you touched on that. I think that's part of the big thing about this gift and the glory of giving the, giving it back to God. Understand the steward of what that, the yes. manager, you're not the owner of it. Right. You're the manager of what God has already given you. Right. And how do I hone in? And yes, that's further in my education. And yes, that's being obedient. It's All of us fall under, 
I'm a steward. So understanding, I think it's really about the, the understanding of these terms of God's language, you know, like stewardship right. versus I'm an owner. And and in yeah. the world, we say manager. Manager, so, right. We, like we say, kingdom, we say stewardship, owner, we say manager, manager right. same thing. Right, right. So I think that's power. I think that's a, just a, a great point to bring out about those gifts. Like, because we will have the gifts, and we talked about this earlier with singing, but then what, wh- how am I being a manager over that? Right. And then that, now that leads me back to how am I managing this for the owner? Who's the right. owner? God. God. Right. Exactly. So. And the reality we have to remember, too, is that uh, I know the scripture says something along the lines of uh, he gives the the gifts without there's gifts that are without repentance basically and with that and i know the and i don't know the address as rachel would, would tell me hey mm-hmm. but um i do know that 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 what that means is that just because we don't give just because we're not giving the gift back to god doesn't mean he's going to necessarily take it from us we still can he still right he, we yeah. still will have that gift we still can operate in that gift we still can be good at it but, but it doesn't mean that it's glorifying God. It doesn't mean, and that I think that's key, though. Mm-hmm. So he's called us a steward so that he can get the glory yeah. out of it. Right. That's yeah. the whole meaning. That's the right. whole purpose. He brought us to this earth to give us these gifts, to be stewards of it, to disciple people so that more people can be brought into the kingdom. Right. When if there's any piece of that missing, mm-hmm. then things aren't operating the way that it needs to. And so, yes, we can. There's time. Like, literally, I've had to say, okay, I have not been using my gift the way God would. I've had to repent, and I've had to change the way that I'm using that gift. Because Mm -hmm. it can be so easy to be pulled one way or the other with the gift. And designate that this, God, you're going to get the glory out of this gift. It may not look the way that I want to. I may not see the success. I've seen people that I sung with that are literally have millions of followers traveling all around the world, meeting all the big artists. And I'm like, I'm not doing any of those things. Mm -hmm. But you know what? When I get to heaven... How many jewels will be in my crown? How many people's lives will have been impacted and saved simply because I decided to do what seemed like the smaller thing, but really is having a far greater impact later? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what we we just have to keep that in mind as Mm -hmm. we're operating in our gifts, that God should be getting the glory out of every single thing. Every gift that he has given us is to be returned to him. Um, Just like the three three wise men did. They took the gift to Jesus. Right. That's what we're to do. We're to take the gift back to him so that he can be glorified through it. Mm-hmm. Right. And we need to just recognize, understand that as as we walk in, as we're obedient in the small things and he expands our territory, that it'll help us to be obedient in the bigger things. Because as right. we as we walk in smaller gifts and our gift expands, then we, we're going to have to glorify God at a larger scale. And it's easier to fall at a larger scale than it, right. you know, yeah. than it is at a smaller scale. So it's so many different things pulling for us. So we're so thankful every time we get to do this show we get to have some really good dialogue we're thankful for our listeners and we just pray that you're encouraged through our conversation to use your gifts the way that God intended if you're not sure then just begin to search and and ask God how do you want me to use this Mm -hmm. gift that you might get the glory out of it we are here every Sunday from 5 to 530 or you can catch us on Facebook but to find out more about us and our ministry you can go to teamkingdomimpact.com thank you so much for tuning in Are you an aspiring author or part of a writer community? Do you desire to know more about self-publishing, speaking, and marketing? 
Hi, we are TKI Publishing, and we provide self-publishing education and support services. We have had the honor of partnering with libraries all across Northeast Ohio to provide writers with free self-publishing workshops on topics such as Blueprint for Self-Publishing, A Book and a Brand, and Speaking to Sale. If you would like to learn more about self-publishing or register for a workshop near you, visit www.tkipublishing.com.